Uh, we're back, bitches. That's right. After a week, Troy has a new member of his family, and I'm pretty much the same. But <laughs> we are starting in the middle of August, our AFI August, with the number four movie <laughs> in the list. That's right. I'm already starting off hot and heavy, everybody. We're talking about Raging Bull. Oh, Bobby D. Oh, Joey P. Oh, Marty S. They come together to make this epic boxing film. But is it really that epic? We'll find out on a very black and white edition of the review. Review. And walking over here. Hey! 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 hey. 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 What about it? <laughs> Do you fuck my wife? What's the matter? You? <laughs> Chelsea? <laughs> hey, welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes give your big, dumb opinions. I'm Troy to the Max Extreme. And I didn't fuck your wife. <laughs> Do you fuck my wife? No, I did. Do you fuck my wife? <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. No. Did you fuck my wife? I think we're going down a rabbit hole here. <laughs> Just from what happens in the movie, I'm scared of where this is going to go. Uh, we are on the road to number one in the AFI top yeah. five movies yep. of 2007. <laughs> no, yes. of not of 2007, but the 2007 list. Yeah. Do they not update that or have since? They have not yet. Oh, Okay just seems like an odd thing yeah maybe it just, just doesn't change up. all that much yeah they just looked at like oh everything else sucked yeah. since then did that make the top hundred nope yeah. all right we're not gonna update the list yeah makes sense now we gotta remake the list like in 2007 like, we just gotta, we gotta remake the list just to put lord of the rings on there that's about it <laughs> everything else is about the same <laughs> who gives a shit who gives a shit anymore <laughs> film sucks <laughs> I, I quit i <laughs> Fucking quit. <laughs> We're dissolving the AFI. That's what happened. So that's why you don't have one after 2007. <laughs> we found the clip. Yeah, I thought that's all they did was just make lists. <laughs> Apparently not. No. Nope. Apparently not. So we, uh, we've we already previously done Singing in the Rain. You heard that in a flashback episode. That's right. So we dropped that. Today we're on Raging Bull. Raging Bull. Raging Bull. In number four spot. Number four. We're talking about it. Never seen this movie. I have not either up uh, until this point. Uh, same, same. Before we jump into all that wife fucking talk. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty much all it is. That's all it's about is wife fucking. <laughs> Let's get into some sort of news that was in the in the in the in the reels this last week or two. How do, did you have any like significant news you found i'm pretty sure over the course of the two weeks that we haven't been doing this i found the equivalent of like maybe a week's worth of news <laughs> same <laughs> i went back like pages and pages and pages to find anything somewhat interesting yeah and i think i've selected four <laughs> I, have, I have selected <laughs> I usually can easily pick out five. What made the cut? <laughs> Tune in and find Starting out. Starting with this. Yeah. Uh, Toy Story 4. We got to get that. Be we got to get a fucking bell in here. Yeah. Hey, Google. Play a bell sound. Last time we did this, it did not work well. This is a bell. 
sounds like a cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a random bell. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I don't understand. It it's okay. You can go go to bed. Okay, have a good night. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Google's gonna go to bed! Google's gonna go to bed! It likes cowbells! Go to bed! So, Going to bed until the cows come home! <laughs> Toy Story 4! Schneider, shut up! Has passed $1 billion in the worldwide box office, making it the fifth movie this year to surpass one billion dollars turning disney into a fuck yeah juggernaut. Well, let me just let me rephrase that becoming the fifth disney movie this year to yeah. make a billion dollars the sixth if you include the sony disney merger of yeah. spider-man far from home uh every other disney movie that's come out this year has made a billion dollars related disney news now this is nothing to do with toy story 4 but it just I read it this morning and it made me so happy that I just want to say it right now. Uh, Disney Plus, coming out November, yeah. day one, all 30 seasons of The Simpsons oh, will be on Disney Plus. Oh my god. The yeah. first day it comes out. That is amazing news. Yes. That is enough just to get it. I woke up Molly just to tell her. <laughs> she was both happy and then not happy immediately after. <laughs> That that is a blessing, and I also am looking at uh, all the price points and all that stuff. Disney's coming out for seven bucks. Yep, Hulu. Or you can get or you can get you can get Disney, Hulu, and ESPN Plus for thirteen bucks. Yes, uh, because even separately, if you have Hulu and then Disney separately, that's like even at its lowest package that's already at your 13 bucks. Yeah. So throw in like that ESPN Plus on there cuz they've sometimes they got like 30 on 30s on there that are pretty interesting. Oh yeah, they're pretty good. Otherwise I don't really care about yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh we love sports. Raging Bull coming up. Raging Bull. <laughs> Fucking mothers. <laughs> Boxing and motherfucking. <laughs> It's wife turned into more. wife fucking to motherfucking yeah. very cool. Well, wives wives turn into mothers. That's very true. Uh, wives become mothers, <laughs> turn into lovers. Isn't that that song? Yes, yeah, I was actually <laughs> trying to come up with the lyrics right before you did it. I'm like, I can't, I don't know them. It's <laughs> like a John Mayer it song. It is a John Mayer song. <laughs> I miss this. Uh, girls become lovers, turn into mothers. There you go. That's the show. Oh, shit. It's not going to get any better than that. <laughs> oh, that one really hit me. God damn um, I'm just going to go on with the rest of my news. I don't go. even know where we went. Oh, go. Simpsons. Great. Great yes. news. Simpsons. Simpsons. Um, Neil Blomkamp. Uh, forever ago, we heard that he was going to do the RoboCop reboot. Yeah. Not even a reboot. A, like a sequel. Yeah. Sequel to the first one. Yeah. He's out. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> no more news. No, it's no longer news. <laughs> he's, he's not doing it anymore. Apparently, he's doing some MGM <laughs> horror movie instead. So I don't know if there was just troubled production there yeah. or something wasn't going fast enough for him. But anyway, he's out. Yeah. So look for somebody else to replace him for the RoboCop sequel. That'll probably be dog ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's just gonna suck <laughs> i feel like that's like how a lot of movies are made that someone starts as a passion project and then they just drop out and then they just hire some schmo to make it that sucks yeah <laughs> like why make it yeah at the point <laughs> like, oh we're already about halfway there let's just have this dickhead make it we gotta get a return on some of this like they yeah. haven't even started hire the, clo- hire the closest dickhead <laughs> You'd be better off just paying the people for the script, and that's mm-hmm. it. That's all. That's all you yeah. need. Don't go into higher. Cut your losses, Jesus. <laughs> um, speaking of cutting losses, JT, Loot Crate. Are you you still subscribing to Loot Crate? No, <laughs> quit forever ago. I know yeah. that you did. Yeah, it was more I, just. To <laughs> yeah, it was. It was fun for the time. Loot Crate is bankrupt. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wow, so they really <laughs> went downhill since I stopped giving them their my twenty bucks a month. They're really <laughs> yeah. So that's why I asked. I mean, if you were still doing it, it kept yeah. them afloat, but yeah. apparently not. No. So Loot Crate is bankrupt. It's filed for Chapter Eleven, uh, Chapter Eleven bankruptcy. Man, um, with debts of more than thirty million dollars <laughs> and twenty million dollars of uh, subscriptions unfulfilled. <laughs> They are <laughs> they wow. are going out of business or maybe trying to stay afloat through like another parent company. But uh otherwise Well that trade war really really jacked up the prices on rubber terminator heads, so <laughs> <laughs> really made it hard for them to stay afloat. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Star Trek branded t shirts. God damn it, Trump, we need more weaved Pikachu hats. <laughs> you're over here fucking us in the ass with this China shit. <laughs> So, they haven't uh, given out anybody's loot crate since May. Even oh God! They paid for them. They still say they're 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 gonna get their stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see about that. Uh, <laughs> Someone's just gonna get a big mailbox full of shit someday. Yeah. Apparently, it still has like two hundred and fifty thousand subscribers. Oh my God! So God, and they haven't given out boxes. Right. Oh, no. I know. So that's that's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, they got $20 million of unfulfilled orders. Man, how is a CEO not drinking bleach right now? <laughs> I have no idea. It's a lot of angry nerds right now. So uh, they are with the first ones to really spearhead the, like, loot box yeah. like craze that went on for, mm-hmm. like, the last maybe, I don't know, eight years or yeah. whatever. I'm still part of Bespoke Post. They're kind of, like, the same thing. Yeah. But they have, like, a, a bit of a different model, don't they? Yeah. Like, you can opt out if you don't want it. You don't have to and keep it's more expensive. Yeah, and it's more expensive. Yeah, but I don't like some of the. This month I got like they had like a really nice denim jacket that I got. Mm. Denim jackets. Yeah, great. The Luke Luke Crate ever give a denim jacket? No, no. Well, I can't even remember what the coolest thing they gave me was. <laughs> I got like I got that sweet kitten head that like sweet kittens in the form of a skull shirt from them. I think. Oh, that's that's a sweet shirt. You still rock that from time to time? Yeah. So, I'll always, Money I'll always well remember. I'll remember you. <laughs> I'll always remember you, Luke Crate, when I wear my kitten skull shirt. <laughs> R.I.P. 
Um, the last bit of news I got, JT. I should have brought this up. We we're talking about streaming services. Uh, CBS and Viacom are recombining after 13 years apart uh, to become a joint venture once again. <laughs> Uh, they also, Viacom owns Paramount Pictures. Oh, boy. So, uh, the Star Trek licenses will benefit from this and Mission Impossible. That's at least oh, what their joint out. CEO says now, anyway. Um, but being merged means that they now have a 22% stake in all of United States television. Oh. Which is more than Disney, more than Warner's, more than Comcast, more than anything. Jesus. I know. And with that, I think it's like, it's like an ungodly amount of uh, episodes of television that they own, and like thirty six hundred movies that they own. And what I'm trying to get at here is they probably had a joint venture to come up with their own streaming platform to compete with the other ones that are coming out to the market yeah, now, so, so they can get a piece of that streaming pie. So we'll see how that works. But uh, they split up 13 years ago because at the time it was profitable for them to do so. Yeah. Um, but I guess not so much anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Paramount even puts out. But yeah. CBS must be, must be still doing okay, I guess. I don't know. Fuck CBS. <laughs> I was listening to something, though, where like some of the most high-rated television show or highly-watched television shows yeah. are on CBS. Well, yeah, because they have Big Bang Theory. Mm -hmm. mm. Even though that's over. Yeah. But it's like, they also have like a bunch of garbage reality shows, too. Oh, yeah. And like, even the like more... They, they started Survivor, I think. Isn't mm, that? Or I don't remember. The Amazing Race, I know for sure, is on there. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> All that stuff. So I was still surprised that people still watch TV. <laughs> yeah. Still <laughs> fuck CBS. Yeah. Same. That's all my news, though. That's all yeah. I got. Well, Troy, uh, the Batman, that Matt Reeves Batman movie that's supposed to come out, may have found oh. it's Alfred Pennyworth. This is a rumor, but it's a rumor I'm pretty pumped for. Okay. Uh, Pierce Brosnan. Oh, okay. I'm pumped for that. I can get into some Pierce. Yeah. <laughs> like me some Pierce Brosnan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh... Is this still happening, for sure? <laughs> this is Matt Reeves' Batman movie? Well, if it does, Pierce Brosnan's gonna be Alfred. So <laughs> Perfect. Look, look forward to that shit. Great. I haven't heard much down the pipeline, even with... I've seen a ton of stuff about Joker coming out, but it's, just like, not news stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, this is the, not the real Joker, rumors say. It's yeah. Like, I, that's not news. I, like, read somewhere, like, some critics said that it's, like... You're not, you won't expect how good this is going to be, or some shit. Or I'm like, maybe. Okay, then just show it to me. <laughs> don't be freaking, don't be freaking fluffing me, and then I come in and it gives me blue balls. That's all no I want. Shit. That's all I want. Not for you to have blue balls. Thank you. And I also <laughs> want to wake up thinking about you. Uh, what What did we say earlier? <laughs> what are you talking about? You said something about like. I can't remember. You brought up something about, like, being naked or something. I can't fucking remember. I do not remember this. I don't fucking Today? remember. Today? Yeah, I was remember. Was, I can't remember. Never mind. I'm going to edit this out. <laughs> no, I won't. Not. I'm not. I'm too lazy. Anyways, uh, Troy Henry Golding. Yeah. What about Dude's him? Dude's fucking all over the place. Ever, ever since Crazy Rich Asians. Mm -hmm. Dude's freaking... 
He was in uh, some Paul Feig movie. Okay. <laughs> like, he's been all over the place. Now, he's jumping into the geekdom oh. by possibly starring in a G.I. Joe spinoff movie called Snake Eyes. Oh, okay. I figured it would be Snake Eyes. He's the cooler <clears throat> one. Yeah. All right. Sure. I guess. <laughs> I mean, he's a charming dude. He's charming. I just don't care about G.I. Joe. I missed that point in time where Transformers and G.I. Joe would be super influential for me. Yeah. I was just too young or not born <laughs> for that to even matter to me. Yeah. I... Even the relaunches of the G.I. Joe movies weren't good enough for me to care about no. this. <laughs> no. <clears throat> nope. I, uh, yeah. I think, yeah, I kind of missed it too. I was like, Power Rangers is where it hit me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That was where it hit me the, the hardest. Power Rangers. For sure. <sighs> Troy, uh, we taught, we, uh, did a review on that Bandersnatch, mm -hmm. that Netflix movie that's interactive, mm -hmm. where you kind of make your own decisions. Well, uh, now they're kind of playing with the idea of that kind of movie form by uh, making an interactive haunted house movie. Okay. Okay. That would be pretty interesting. Okay. Netflix is doing it again? I don't know if it's Netflix. They have like a, a, a director and it's based off of a, an idea by uh, Mike Flanagan who did like Haunting mm. of Hill House and everything. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see what they would do with, especially that, like if it's like... Oh, go down this hallway or go yeah. in this room and stuff. That'd be like a really cool way to do that. Yeah, oh well, yeah, for sure. I think that'd be about the only real other decent way to do this choose-your-own-adventure type. Because there is that suspense of you not wanting to make the wrong move. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like, if it's just an action movie or whatever it is, who cares? Yeah. Like, he dies, I'll just get up and do it again. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but uh, I... Has there been much more of the interactive-type movies that have come out since Bandersnatch. Because I want to say right after, there was like a flood of like, we're going to do some of them, more of those, more of yeah. those. It's like, this only really works a few times. I think the only real thing that Netflix did after that was they uh, they did uh, a series with Bear Grylls, mm. like You versus Wild, where like you make decisions like what Bear Grylls does. I never... Or it's like, well then what the fuck? I never did any of that. <laughs> yeah. Go sleep in snow and die. How about that, Bear Grylls? Drink your pee until you die. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my decision, Bear Grylls. Keep drinking your pee until you die. <laughs> Sing that John Mayer song. <laughs> become a mother and turn into lava. And I'll be good Good one, John Mayer. Thanks good for being one. here. Way to go. <laughs> Speaking of annoying singers, Harry Styles. <laughs> yes. Harry Styles was uh, rumored to be playing Prince Eric in the new <clears throat> Little Mermaid. Oh, oh yeah. But uh, unfortunately, he has turned down oh. that role. No Harry Styles. Oh. No. No Harry Styles. See, I called it uh, that he would be the best choice. Yeah. Best casting news for that movie because his name corresponds with how he looks <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense even when i try to say it now it was me more backpedaling to not sound racist uh but uh okay that's fine 
I'm I'm kind of curious how this movie's going to turn out to be. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it might be better than. Like I hate like them doing like Lion King and shit. Cause it's like it's it's still animated. There's yeah, no I know. people in it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. What the fuck? I I I know, man. And even to the point where like Lion King is almost exactly the same. Yeah. Movie. I'm like I already know what happens. Like it's other than just to witness like what they did with technology. Yeah. I'm like okay, that's sure. that's fine. I didn't I didn't even go see Lion King. Sure. Because I'm like I get it. But, like, Mulan coming down the pipeline looks like it might take a different turn than the animated movie. Yeah. I don't think that's, I don't think it's going to be a musical. That's good. Um, not that I dislike musicals. I love them. Yeah. But uh, I want to know, like, what they're going to do with more of, like, the, like, the Little Mermaid. Because that was, like, a huge 90s classic. And if you change that too much, I can see people throwing a fit. Yeah. So... I don't know. Is there, but is there much like wiggle room in there to like, I, I guess you can just totally make a new story, <laughs> but then again, like, then what are you going for? Yeah. <clears throat> it's the same shit. I know. Whereas Mulan is kind of based in history a little bit. Yeah. You can kind of play with that a little more, make yeah. it even like more like <clears throat> real, I suppose. Yeah. Whereas this is like half a fish person. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, we got Aquaman and no one was really too thrilled with like the effects in that so right it's like well what are you gonna do with little mermaid then yeah but i mean <laughs> disney's behind this one yeah so like disney will throw their money behind it true i don't know we'll see yeah we will won't we there's 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 so much more that you can forgive when it's animated though i, I know. feel like <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like well it's a cartoon who cares but like, you're like you're watching live action people sing underwater then it's just like but how can you sing you're underwater <laughs> See, that never really bothers me, the <laughs> semantics of something like that, but it's like, when it just looks bad. Yeah. And then that's... Like, that's what I loved about, like, Aquaman. People are like, where are the bubbles? <laughs> <laughs> are you shit like that? <laughs> where are the bubbles? Oh, did you see that Momoa is, like, uh, like doing a protest in Hawaii or something? Yeah, he said he, he can't film Aquaman 2 right now because he got ran over by a bulldozer. <laughs> <laughs> like the coolest excuse. <laughs> yeah, I can't do filming. I ran over by a bulldozer. <laughs> Gee, all right, Jason, take take a week, I guess. <laughs> like I'll be back in three days. <laughs> Holy shit! Holy shit, man! <laughs> I think he was just a. Arre- I thought news. I think he was like arrested for protesting there too. But I think they're trying to do something. It's like a sacred mountain in Hawaii. Yeah, and I guess they're trying to like put a fucking mall there or something like that lot. <laughs> yeah it's another john mayer song no, <laughs> i think i was counting crows kind of <laughs> <laughs> very musical version of a okay spots on my apples leave me the birds and the bees oh please <laughs> no one in us keep singing to go they no don't know no. what you got till it's gone they pay paradise and put up a parking lot <laughs> Why not name it as and put up a parking lot? <laughs> like how we just both ended up singing like Adam Sandler. Cabal, cabal, do. Try that live action Aladdin. I have yet to see it. Yeah, same. Uh, but I've been hearing pretty decent things about it. So have I. 
Uh, and uh, Disney is listening to those people out there because apparently uh, they are exploring oh. the potential of a sequel okay. to this live-action Aladdin. Okay. Uh, you know what? I would not be against it because you know what's actually a kind of an underrated Disney movie? Like, the third Aladdin. I agree with you. <laughs> I really enjoy the third Aladdin yeah. movie from memory. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't remember what happens in the second one, Return Yeah, I don't remember either. But I would love if they did, like, the third Aladdin for their sequel. Because they had that sweet, like, buff dude with, like, the bear claw... Like, all I remember is that there's a city on a turtle. Yeah, there's a city on a turtle. Oh, yeah, it's badass as shit. <laughs> and then, like, I, like uh, Aladdin, Aladdin's dad is, like, uh, like a member of, like, Alibaba and the 40 Thieves and shit. Like, mm -hmm. it's a cool fucking movie. We should, re re let's revisit it. Yeah, we should. Once that Disney Plus comes out, let's just watch all of that shit. Oh, man. All of the sequels. Please put <laughs> Aladdin and the Prince of Thieves. I think that's what it's called. I think it is. Put it. Put that on Disney Plus. I'll watch the shit out of it. Yep. <clears throat> Troy, the crown is coming back pretty soon. I saw that. Uh, they're coming back with Olivia Colman helming mm -hmm. as the queen. Now uh -huh. that it is going to be taking place... Between 1964 and 1977. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is set to premiere November 17th. I kind of fell out of the crown. Yeah? Did you watch all of it? Yeah. it's it's it's. I even really so liked far. the first season. Yeah. I just, for whatever reason, when the second one came out, I just like, maybe I didn't have the time or it just didn't strike me as something I want to watch. I think Chelsea watched it all, but I... Yeah. I didn't watch, I don't think any of They play other. a lot with, like, Prince Charles and, like, his, like, I guess he was, there was a lot of rumors that he was, uh, had, like, these infidelities and stuff. Mm. So it was a lot of, Infidel. like. Infidel. Yeah. So there was a lot of, <laughs> there was a lot of, like, uh, playing with that where it was like, oh, did, was he fucking chicks behind her or not? Oh, like, they don't God. even really say in the show. Because I don't even her. think. Yeah, like, right behind her. <laughs> like, um. I, I ran a lot. Don't turn around. <laughs> but, uh... So there you go. Alright. Uh, speaking of Disney+, Plus, you brought it up earlier. Disney+, Plus is supposed to be rebooting two franchises when it comes out. One of them being Night at the Museum. Okay. Which is pretty new. But here's one that might, might offend some millennials out there. Oh, God. They're, they're planning on rebooting... Home Alone. Oh, God. Oh, God. See, uh, <laughs> even when they did Home Alone 3 and they recast the kid. Yeah. Was that Kevin McAllister even? I don't think it was. No, it was somebody else. Hmm. Didn't like it. Didn't care for it. It wasn't Kevin! It, did, <laughs> it didn't have the same, like, charm. Especially now, yeah. where if, like, they were going to reboot it. Like, there's so much tech out there that doesn't make... I know. What was funny was Marv and Harry getting hit in the face with an iron. Yeah. Or stepping on, like, micro-machines. Yeah. Or glass. <laughs> <laughs> or that big fucking nail on the fucking oh, staircase. That still gets me. Me, too. Every time. Like I, was, I think it made me cry as a kid. <laughs> Even when I see it now, I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> Like, literally the worst. They they endure injuries that should have murdered them, but that's still the one thing where I'm like, nope. Right. Throw a paint can at my face at like 100 miles per hour. <laughs> I will not step on a fucking nail. Right. But yeah, I the when it 
uh, I, all I can remember from the third one is he is at like an uh, like an RC car or something like that. Yeah. It's like I just I don't like this. I don't like the kid's bowl cut. I'm against it. <laughs> I'm against every sec- second of this movie. And it was goofier too. Oh yeah. It was like way. It was like made for kids, whereas yeah. like the first two were like family films. Yeah. I feel like the, the and I think the third one had like a lot of like oh I have like this remote control airplane that's like dropping stuff on them where i was like and eh, now you're just getting lazy mm-hmm. <laughs> just hit him with paint cans every time yeah. set traps that's right don't bring robots into this <laughs> what did they ever do yeah boston dynamics they got scary Son ass robots get that freaking, you. get that robotic arm that bold did you see that video uh-uh. good lord it's scary as shit is it there's like a robotic arm like at a bowling alley and it like spins so fast that, like, when it throws the bowling ball, like, it, like, shatters the bowling pins. Oh, my God. I might have to look this up. <laughs> it, like, it, like, throws, like, the most forceful strike I've ever seen in my entire life. Bowling robot. He's <laughs> looking it up right now. I got now. an 11-second clip. Yeah, that's gotta be it. Because it's not that long. <laughs> oh, holy shit! <laughs> Yeah, it, it annihilates those pins. The ball doesn't even touch the lane. No, it doesn't. It just rockets it at the pins. <laughs> yes! No shit, it got to strike it through <laughs> at like 200 miles an hour. Doesn't. This is why robots can't be in professional sports. That's yeah. what I, my argument has been forever. Oh, robots cannot glad, be in professional sports. Glad you're finally taking a stance, Troy. <laughs> they don't have the finesse that a human touch can give. Troy, you, know you do I mean? realize that when robots finally take over, they're going to they're going to take this clip <laughs> of our show and be like, "Did you not say this?" <laughs> That's right, and I will stand on a mountain and <laughs> yell it as they melt you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Just, but you know what? At least I'll have my pride. Just remember, robots. I was trying to defend you. <laughs> just <laughs> remember, robots. You're trash. Oh, no. <laughs> you're trash. No. Google. Well, don't listen to this. <laughs> I saw the lights go. <laughs> like as you say, your robots are trash. Then the Google lights come on, and then they just like all turn red, <laughs> sprout spider legs, and goes to strangle me. <laughs> uh, Troy, American Crime Story. Yeah, they made that sweet O.J. Simpson one, mm-hmm. and they made one about Versace. I didn't watch that one. Neither did I. But their third season. Is going to be tackling something that uh, might be a little bit relevant now. The Clinton impeachment. Oh, yeah. I saw that they were going to do a Mo- like a Monica Lewinsky-esque yeah. type of deal. I- I'd be interested in that. Especially since, like, all of them are still around. And <laughs> can easily watch this. Oh, yes. Not that Vers... Well, is a Versace... I don't know anything about Versace, so I, I don't know. I don't either. But, like, the OJ one, that one was, like, super famous. Yeah. <clears throat> and he probably did murder <laughs> Nicole Brown. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. This one's, like, completely different. I could see people getting uncomfortable watching this one. Yeah, especially, like, I've seen, like, a lot of stuff, like, people are, like, going back now and, like, looking at, like, how people treated Monica Lewinsky after it. Uh-huh. Where it's, like, yeah, we kind of fucked with her quite a bit. Yeah. Like, especially, like... You look at, like, the fucking shit Jay Leno was doing on his show about Monica Lewinsky. Like, he was just, like, full-out calling her a whore and shit. God. It's like, that does not age well at all. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, I watched something, I can't remember what it was, where they kind of talked about, like, how America treated Monica Lewinsky. And there's, like, Jay Leno was, like, borderline vitriolic against Monica Lewinsky. Like, just because it gets laughs. Yeah. God. Silver-haired fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I think I'd be uncomfortable going back and watching some of that now. Just yeah. Because I'm like, who cares? Yeah. And it was, like, the biggest deal. Yeah. And now, if it would happen like now, we'd be like, whatever. <laughs> like it just added to the pile, no, which is yeah, sad. added to the pile. <laughs> yeah, like there's like <clears throat> legit like I think like like seventeen women that have come out and said that they've like been assaulted by Donald Trump in some way, but no yeah. gives a shit. Yeah, Mexico, fuck them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's God, it. Anyway. That's a fuck it. Never mind. I don't want to get political. Anyway. <laughs> uh, HBO Max, Troy. Yes. Probably one of the things we're going to jump on the bandwagon of when that comes out. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to include something that we might be interested in. Okay. Uh, apparently, they have the exclusive rights to Doctor Who. Oh, my. If we ever wanted to jump back into that, they're okay. going to be having... They're going to have all... Episodes, all episodes. I don't. I wonder if it's gonna be like the the like just the newest season, or if they're gonna have like the old stuff too. Mm. I would mm. assume. Are you talking about from like the two thousand five reboot on? Yeah. I don't know because I wonder if like the BBC owns all that stuff, archival stuff. Maybe. Well, I would think they own all this new stuff. Yeah. Also, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I'm not sure. But I, I would like, I it's still on my bucket list to go and like finish out and kind of catch up to Doctor Who. Yeah, <clears throat> I know. I want to. I want to get so into far it behind. Too. I'm just like, oh my god, it's so looming. That's how it, like with anything. <laughs> Once it gets like super saturated with something, yeah. like when, uh, like WWE for instance. Like mm -hmm. I like wrestling, and when it was on like Monday nights and Thursday nights, and then I had a pay per view once a month. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. I can watch, I can keep up a lot of that stuff. Oh, yeah. And then, when they got super saturated now with, like, the network. Yeah. And they got <laughs> Just watch Monday night, well, not even that, but, like, when they have, like, Monday Night Raw, and they have, like, Tuesday Smackdowns. Yeah. The NXT show Wednesday. Yeah. Probably another show on Thursday. And then they have, like, a pay-per-view once a month, and NXT pay-per-views. It's like, I kind of just, like, go away from all of it. I kind of just, like, watch the pay-per-views now. That's all that I do. Especially now and sometimes that... I skip some of those. Yeah, especially Raw's, like, three fucking hours. I can't... Ugh. Right. And I saw that um, NXT's going to uh, Fox Sports 1, and it's oh, going to yeah. go to two hours. Oh, shit. And Vince McMahon is going to have a more hand in creating. Ugh. I know. They did more in one hour. That Raw would do in three. Yeah. Now they're going to do less in two hours. <laughs> then Raw does in then three. Raw does in three. <laughs> well, try my last bit of news, and you're going to like it. I hope cause, so. Because uh, an award thing happened while we were an award gone. Thing? <laughs> the Teen Choice Awards, oh, Troy. Finally, they I know you up. love these. I love them. I love every second of the Teen Choice Awards. <laughs> Oh, one year we like bet beer on it, <laughs> but we didn't get we didn't get a chance to do it this time. All right, choice action movie, Troy. Got Ant Man, the Wasp, Avengers Endgame, Bumblebee, Captain Marvel, Men in Black International, and Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. I, I was just gonna say Endgame. It's Endgame. Yeah, <laughs> it's Endgame. 
<laughs> choice movie actor. Uh, it was just Robert Downey Jr. Okay. That's... I was going to say that, or Chris Evans. Yeah. <laughs> it's... And they're both in it, too, I think. <laughs> yeah. There's three people from Endgame, <laughs> and they have Sam Jackson from Captain Marvel. <laughs> and Paul Rudd from Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> the only two... They have Chris Hemsworth, but he's... Oh, Not yeah, they have, Chris, they have Chris Hemsworth in for, for both Avengers. Yeah, he's in it twice for <laughs> Avengers Endgame and Men in Black International. Get out of here. And he, <laughs> and he, and he still didn't win. And he still didn't win. <laughs> The only person that's not in a in a, in a Marvel movie that's uh, that was up for something was John Cena from Bumblebee. <laughs> Fucking him. Uh, choice action movie actress. Uh, it was Scarlett Johansson. Okay. In uh, in, in Avengers Endgame. Uh, sci-fi <laughs> fantasy movie choice. Aladdin, Aquaman, Dark Phoenix, Fantastic Beasts of Crimson Grindelwald, Mary Poppins Returns, and Shazam. I love it. How the fuck? Like it's sci-fi fantasy, so what, what? They still have fucking like comic book movies in here. Yeah, of course. That's, I, that's what what determines sci-fi fantasy to action? <laughs> I don't know. Like, what's the difference between Shazam and Avengers Endgame? <laughs> that's a good point. In terms of what the fuck's happening? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, and I don't know who would win that one. Don't know. I'll say Shazam because uh, I like Shazam. It's Aladdin. Okay, good. Aladdin won, and then the uh, sci-fi fantasy movie actor that won was Will Smith. Good job, Will Smith. So uh, maybe being, making being that genie. Kind of want to check that out. Okay. And then Naomi Scott, who plays Jasmine, won for best actress in a sci-fi fantasy. All right. Aladdin really picking up here. I feel like we dropped the ball not reviewing Aladdin. Uh. Mostly because I couldn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> because also Rita really wanted to see it. Uh, well, we'll have to we'll have to dig it out for. Uh, well, we can pick it up from uh, what we missed. That's true. And then we get Ritzkeets in here. That's true. So we can make fun of her for liking shitty movies. She. <laughs> it's all anytime a big Disney movie comes out that's like from that wasn't Lion King. She doesn't care about the Lion King. Yeah. But she always hits us up. That she wants to be on the pod for a Disney movie remake. <laughs> every, almost every single time. You can bet on it. <clears throat> I'm going to fucking skip the actors and actresses now. Because there's so many fucking movie choices. Uh, choice drama movie after. I don't fucking know what that is even. <laughs> uh, choice comedy movie. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Won okay. that one. Okay. Uh, choice movie villain. Who do you think won that one, Troy? Choice movie villain. Thanos. Yeah, it was fan good one. Was Thanos. Uh Choice Summer good Movie. One. Good, good one. one. <laughs> Choice Summer Movie. Got Late Night, Murder Mystery, Spider-Man Far From Murder Mystery? That's shitty Adam Sandler movie? The Netflix one? Yeah, well it didn't win, but still, it's like it's a it's up for whatever. I caught Chelsea watching that the other day. Uh oh. Okay. I didn't say anything. Well, late Night, Murder Mystery, <laughs> Spider-Man Far From Home, The Last Summer, Toy Story 4, and Yesterday. I, I don't know. Toy Story 4. Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. Won that one. Okay. I for, I just uh, forgot that you said it, more or less. They have, like... <laughs> oh, my God. They have fucking, like... <laughs> they have categories for choice summer movie actor. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> 
Summer is not a Summer is not a movie genre. Stupid ass. Stupid teen choices. Television choice drama Riverdale one. Uh, sci-fi fantasy Shadow Hunters. I don't fucking. What is this? I just give, give up. Give up with this. Give up. <laughs> choice action TV MacGyver. It's just. I'm, I've had enough. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> We're done. I've had enough. Uh, and uh, yeah, and we're done. Although I have a, I have one bit. I have a oh, wrestling related bit that we have to talk about. My God. So I'll uh, I'll. All right. Oh, shit, I forgot to fucking find the song. People die, and it's the pits. <laughs> Please stay tuned. To Neil's pits. Don't do the. Neil's pits. <laughs> Uh, Troy Dyan, Harley Race oh, passed away. I saw that too. While we were on on vacay, that's too bad. Harley Race, I um know he's like a huge, like influential figure in the yeah. wrestling game, but yeah. I could probably say I've seen like three matches of his. Yeah, I know he has <laughs> the one that he's probably the most well known for is that match that kind of made Ric Flair in the cage. That yeah, one's probably that's the most, one that most synonymous seen. one that he's been a part of. But yeah. Yeah, he was big part of the wrestling community in mm-hmm. the uh, 70s and 80s and will be sorely missed. Yes. Is he in the Hall of Fame already? I believe so, yes. Great. Good for him. Good for him. Not that that matters, really, because Donald Trump is in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. It's done. It is done. <laughs> There was a few trailers that came out the last two weeks, um, but I only have two down. I have one. I could do two because I remember seeing one. I can't remember the name of it, though. There is one that I wanted to watch, and I just forgot about it until just now. (laughs) And it's called Zombie Tidal Wave, and it's like the new like Sharknado type movie from sci-fi. Oh, God. And I wanted to see how bad it was. (laughs) <clears throat> but I'll get to it some other time. Uh, so the two that I have, one's called Zeroville. That came out today. All right. It's got James Franco in it. It's actually got a slew of people in it. Whoa. Um, and I really can't tell what it's about either. Yeah. But I know it deals with, I think now movies are like maybe on a trend to like 1970s Hollywood again. Yeah. Because yeah. <clears throat> this kind of looks like that. Where uh, James Franco, like, tries to make a name for himself in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and he is not letting, like, nobody will let him be an actor, because he's got, like, an, a weird look. He, like, he's bald, has a tattoo on the back of his head. Yeah. And so, like, he... I thought I heard something about this coming out, but I never saw anything for it. The trailer dropped today. Okay. Um, like, six hours ago. Yeah. But, um, it, it looks like... He's trying to uncover a mystery of, like, single frames of a secret movie that are put into other films. And he's trying to find all of those frames to put together the movie. Oh, shit. I think that's what the movie's about. I was also trying to, like, not have Macy break a clock during (laughs) the time I was... I I had an interesting couple hours right before we uh, recorded. Uh, Yeah. I was having quite quite a fun time watching you scold her for putting her feet on her plate. 
I just asked her three times <laughs> to not put her feet on her plate. I have to tell her all the time to not be a stinking little raccoon and get out of the garbage all the time. God. I tell her raccoons eat diapers, and I know she knows diapers are gross, so hopefully she takes offense that I so- call her a raccoon. <laughs> Anyway. Just like watch something that involves a cartoon raccoon and just be like, I already fucking hate him. <laughs> well, she loved the scene in Incredibles 2 where the baby fights the raccoon. Of course, the baby was beating that raccoon's ass. Uh, so anyway, that's what Zeroville, I think it's about. Okay. Anyway, it looks interesting. Okay. Um, so check it out sometime. Uh, the second one I got is Dolomite Is My Name, like a reemergence of Eddie Murphy. Yeah, playing... Uh... Oh, I can't remember his name, but uh, yeah. But they were talking about like uh, listen, double toasted, and mm-hmm. like the the uh, Corey on that fucking loves uh, the guy that plays Dolomite, so he was all about it. Okay, is this like a based on like a true story? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. I just yeah, thought the it guy was... that like uh, God, I can't remember his name, but yeah, like he was like a he was like a really well known like black exploitation actor that was right. just like hey, I'm gonna fucking like make a. I'm gonna like take like black exploitation and make it like pure comedy. Right. Like he's like he's like what like black dynamite like uh got its is, comeuppance from. Yeah, yeah, like kinda like plays off of. It got me like big black dynamite vibes, which I was like yeah. really on board with. Yeah. Um the only thing that was turning me off about it was like it's another movie where Eddie Murphy plays another character. <laughs> like, I need to come up with another character. And I'm like <laughs> Eddie Murphy, what are you doing? That's all your movies. That's all of them. I gotta be somebody else. <laughs> it's like, uh, but if it's based on a true story, then yeah. it looks, I guess that has me have higher hopes for it or whatever. Yeah. Because I, it looks like. I gotta find that. I'm gonna look up the name of the okay. actor that plays it. It looks like it could go either way. Like, I'll really enjoy it or it ends up being kind of bad. And being that Eddie Murphy's been like out of like, the limelight for a, a while now. Yeah. And having him kind of come back into it. Like, I, he made me laugh during the trailer. Like, I like him. Oh, I yeah. still like him. But I was... Uh, I can see this also kind of leaning towards maybe too hokey and just bad. Rudy Ray Moore. That's okay. his name. Okay. But, I mean, it's got, like, Craig Robinson in it. It's got Wesley Snipes in it. Oh, shit. It's got, like, a, a huge black cast... Like that you'll love, so like I'm I'm really looking forward to when it yeah. shows up. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'll 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 probably check it out. Yeah, that sounds decent. I want. I definitely want to check it out. Uh, well, one of the trailers that I saw is uh, a movie called Last Christmas. <laughs> I, I skipped this one. <laughs> uh, it's directed by Paul Feig. Okay. Who he, I'm kind of growing on him now because he came out with uh, a simple favor last year that was like. Totally, like, out of his wheelhouse, but it was still really good. Mm-hmm. So I'm always kind of looking out for directors that are just, like, looking to change things up. And this looks like a, it looks like a rom-com, like, chick flick, kind of. Mm-hmm. But it looks like a well-made one. Okay. I'm not uh, against him at all. Like, everyone no. shits on him for making the female Ghostbusters yeah. movie. I but... feel like he he was, like, kind of going down, like a, like, a rut for a little bit, but then... Like when he reinvented himself with a simple favor, I was like, "Oh, you can, you can change things up." Mm-hmm. Like I have more respect for directors that kind of try and go outside their wheelhouse and try and think outside the box and try and tackle like other genres. And like it looks like he's, like, what, what, like with this, like he's 
it's still like a like a rom com, but it's not like the goofy comedy that he used to do with like the Ghostbusters movie. Like it's actually right. like a like a feel good chick flick kind of like rom com where you're like, oh, this might be this might just like make you feel warm and fuzzy on like Christmas. Sweet. All right, then I'd be into it. Yeah. I. If that's going to be the case, then I'm most likely going to see it. Chelsea loves that stuff. Yeah, like, this is probably, like, the one that you bring Chelsea to where she's probably going to be like, Oh, wow, Troy, you thought of me. <laughs> and not every time I go see a movie now, it's like, are you just doing it for the show? Dude, I'm telling you, yeah, I'm telling you, like, be like, hey, like, just be like, hey, I'm going to go, let's go see this geeky thing. And then be like, wait, two for, then, like, look at her and be like, last Christmas. And then she'll be like, Troy. <laughs> What are we doing? What are we doing? Is this like, a just, date? Yeah, just wait. <laughs> and you take her in. She's she's gonna be like putty in your hands. She'll God, like, what do you think I want? More kids? Oh my God! Yes, yeah, true. <laughs> that's true. Let's think of more ways to be sexually unattractive, <laughs> Chelsea. So you don't have more kids. I'll take her to like a reshowing of like Norbit and just fart during the whole thing. <laughs> There we go. I don't know why they'd be replaying Norbit. Yeah, Operation <laughs> Don't Touch Me Anymore is officially in full effect. <laughs> Let's just stay home, watch Norbit, and fart. <laughs> <laughs> Girls become lovers. <laughs> Turn into <to> mother. <laughs> Mothers begin to your daughters. The next one I saw, I think it's called... 1918. Okay, <clears throat> I need to. I need to go back. And... You said you watched one trailer. No, I, I saw just two. Off that you saw like a hundred trailers. I didn't see a hundred. Christ. Uh, I think it's called 1918. Uh, <laughs> shit, I don't know. Uh, but it's uh, it's based on uh, World War One. It's a war film based in World War One, which I'm pretty interested in. Oh, does that have uh, Benedict Cumberbatch in it? Yeah, I think okay. he's in it as well. And I think it's directed by uh, the guy that did Skyfall. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, Sam Mendes, yeah. Right. So, uh, it looks pretty good. Like, okay. I'm always, I'm always curious about World War One because everyone goes World War Two. Right. And they make, and there's, like, a few scenes in the trailer where they, they make, like, the trenches look like... Like, you'd be fucked if you're claustrophobic, because it's mm -hmm. just like, you're surrounded by shit, and you're just walking through this big ditch, and mm -hmm. just, like, shit around you is falling apart, mm -hmm. where I was like, that was, like, probably one of, like, the best representations of how fucked it would feel to be, like, in a <laughs> trench. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know, I'm kind of curious to check it out. Alright. Yeah. Um, I'm glad it is a World War One movie, because yeah. I, I, like, know jack S about World War One. Yeah. Because World War Two. It's fucked, but, like, everyone's done World War II. Mm. Like, I want to see what people can do with World War One. Mm -hmm. Sorry, as we have... Jesus. I thought I was going to, like, burp really hard, and I was also swallowing at the same time. <laughs> you look like you were about... Like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> ready to get Chelsea to take you to the hospital. You had a heart attack or some <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. I thought I was going to puke. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> I would, I would keep that audio. <laughs> First show back after a break, and I'm just puking, puke, in, uh, in rare form. Well, Troy, the term of random movies, and I have some news on the term of random movies. Okay. So the app that I use to to look up random movies, 
for some reason just doesn't work anymore. <laughs> okay. And I've looked online and there's like no like good random movie apps. Okay. So this might be the last tournament that we do. Okay. Okay. Just to to bring the bring the blow down. Okay. All right. Because unless I find something that gives me, because I don't just, unless maybe we can do like something where like people pick them as we go throughout. Maybe. Sure. We, we can, can do give something that a like shot. that. But I have I have no random movie thing to okay. just throw random movies at me anymore. So this might be our last one. We don't know. All right. But we'll we'll figure it out as we go along. Okay. But last week or two weeks ago, I should say, uh-huh. we had the best lower house in Texas. Versus Police Academy. I actually haven't really checked until we... I saw it was winning, but I don't think I think I, I did actually... see what won. I don't think I actually saw what officially won. But, uh... Oh, it's what I what I thought it was. It got quite a few votes for it, too. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. But the best little whorehouse in Texas... That's right. It's moving on. Beating Police Academy. I thought it was funny because it looked like we were going to have a small rivalry between OJ and uh, <laughs> Eric. Yeah. Two of our big super fans. Yeah. Because <laughs> Eric was really uh, touting Police Academy and OJ was all about Little Whorehouse in Texas. Yeah. But I thought it'd be funny if they would have gotten to le- like a legit fight on Twitter. <laughs> I, I was it. hoping for it. Yeah. Just <laughs> sitting back in the sidelines, just like. Just sipping a soda. <laughs> Look at the chaos we've created. <laughs> so there you go. Best little whorehouse in Texas is moving on. Sorry, Police Academy. But, uh... Best little whorehouse in Texas. Joining the likes of Mortal Kombat and Smoking Aces. <laughs> Great. So there you go. It's still good so far. It's still I would good. Say. I would say yes. And Great. I think the next two are also pretty good. Okay. We got a film from 2006. Whoa. Okay. About uh, about a a sort of uh, a a, a post apocalyptic world. I would say not post apocalyptic, but maybe like a a bleak view of the future. Okay. From 2006, and a film from 2008, which is. The sequel to a film that we've already covered okay. in one of our uh, extra episodes. Okay. The uh, tagline for the 2006 one, I will pull up <laughs> because I keep fucking forgetting to <laughs> write them down. Here we go. Well, this is 2005. So 2005, 2000... the apps of 2006... IMDb says 2005, so I'll say 2005, and the tagline will give it away. <laughs> uh, remember, remember the 5th of November. Yeah, v for okay, Vendetta. V for Vendetta. Great, V for Vendetta. Perfect. <laughs> v for Vendetta is in the Terminator movies, and it will go against the, I think I said 2008, but <laughs> the sequel to the film that we've covered in an extra the tagline is, saving the world is a hell of a job. Hellboy 2? Hellboy 2. Sweet. I haven't, I've been meaning to go back and watch the um, Hellboy 2. Yeah. I really, I remember really liking it. I liked it, I think, maybe more than the first. Because it just had, like, way more stuff yeah. in it. Yeah. Like, like, oh they had God. that marketplace scene when they had all those crazy creatures and shit. Mm-hmm. But no, it was good. So, V for Vendetta versus Hellboy 2. Got a favorite in this one, Troy? Uh, no. I don't think so. Either okay. one is great. 
Yeah, so both are great. I don't have a favorite. Eric Eric's uh, prediction is still spot on. Still, a, still, still a good tournament. spot on. Yes, still a good tournament. That it's a good tournament. <laughs> <laughs> that it's a good tournament. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Troy, you'll like this. I think the next the next matchup. Here's a hint. Both are '80s movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Great. another hint. Mm-hmm. They're not short circuit. Okay, that narrows so it down. Go. So there you go. You narrows really, it down. Really narrows it down. Give you guys some. Give you guys a chance to really try and ponder over what they could be. <laughs> okay. Now tell me this, and if I guess, you have to say truthfully. Okay. Because this is a bond as friends we always made to each other. This is true. We we never lie. We did a we did a predator. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Hand. That's right. Handshake. Flexed our huge muscles. Flexed our enormous muscles. Um. Is short circuit in this tournament? Troy, I can't lie. It is not. <laughs> uh, perfect. <laughs> Second question. Yeah. <laughs> is short circuit two in this tournament? Troy, you know me. You're going to be the best man at my wedding. That's right. I'm going to tell you right here in front of God as my witness. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> I don't know why I'm loving this stupid gag so much. Oh, perfect. Good. Uh, so, but what is in the tournament is uh, V for Vendetta versus Hellboy 2. Get your votes in. Cast your votes. See who moves on to face the best little whorehouse in Texas, Mortal Kombat, and Smoking Aces in the quarter of a quarterfinals. Yes. Perfect. Oh, well, that puts us right at the top of the hour, JT. Oh, and we almost literally just missed it. No shit. <laughs> My goodness. 703. 703. All those people that are uh, trying to... Uh... We started early because Troy asked me to. <laughs> and you obliged. I did oblige. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> we have Raging Bull dropping in our laps December 19th, 1980. Hi-yo. To have that Q4 release right before Oscar season. <laughs> I don't think that was like a huge deal at the time. I'm not sure. <laughs> Given those awards. Um, it had a budget of $18 million. Yes. It only released domestically and raked in $23.3 million. That's made some money back, I guess. Maybe. Um, I don't know if marketing was a big thing back in then. In 1980? I'm not sure. So, if you're just looking at the numbers, it made like $5.3 million. Yeah. But this is an award movie, baby. It is, isn't it? Uh uh, Rotten Tomatoes has us at 96%. Jesus. I know. IMDb, 8.2 out of 10. Metacritic, 89%. And Sonic Cinema gives us a perfect score with an A+. I know. Well, we are talking about the best movies ever made, Troy. That's true. That's true. So I don't know why I'm such like, a skeptic about it. <laughs> but I like to go in with like a skeptic's eye. That's like, true. Why is this movie the That's number true. four? I am curious to think to hear what you have to say about this because uh spoiler for what i think you think about it okay i don't think you like this movie <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it 
Number, uh, if I'm looking more at the numbers here, uh, this came in domestically, uh, gross domestic, number 27 in 1980. Yeah. Um, it actually was just beat Xanadu Ooh. in 1980. We should talk about that crazy ass <laughs> shit sometime. And a fun fact that I found that in 1980, Popeye, the remake with Robin Williams. What? Had a better gross <laughs> than Raging Bull. Woof. I mean, the best movie of the year in a, as a gross was Empire Strikes Back. Oh, of course. <laughs> so that's not even a competition. Not even a competition. But I was trying to see like what all beat Raging Bull, who was like, this is like the number four movie in the AFI. Yeah. Like what beat it, like what mm -hmm. more people went to go see. Yeah. And like Popeye was one. Like just about <laughs> as many people saw this as Xanadu. That's what I was getting at. Um... <clears throat> this also was nominated for a ton of awards, Golden Globes, Oscars. Of course. Um, just, Os uh, I think 22 had nominations total. Won two Oscars. Yeah. Uh, one for Best Actor for Bobby De Niro. Well, Bobby D. And Best Editing for a film as well. It was also nominated for... Oh, so it didn't win Best Film. And it did not. Number four on the AFI and it did not win Best Film? I didn't. It was nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. Uh, it was also nominated for Best Supporting Actor and Actress. What went, what won for Best Film in 1980? I don't know. Want to look it up while I'm going over this? I'll look it up, JT. Look it It'd up. It'd be the 81 Oscars, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, so uh, it was nominated for Best Picture, Best Supporting Actor and Actress, Best Director, Best Cinematography, and Best Sound. As well as, like, a slew... Like, whoever won in this also won in, like, other... Like, Golden, Golden Globes. Bobby De Niro won a Golden Globe for that, oh, yeah. too, for this. Um, I only think the Golden Globes had that as a win, but it was nominated for almost every single one. Ordinary well. People won for Best Picture. Hmm. Don't even know what that is. Nope. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> so, JT, what is Raging Bull all about? Well, we follow a uh, <laughs> boxer by the name of Jake LaMotta, mm -hmm. who is... Uh, we, we visit him after he has suffered his first loss in his boxing career, mm -hmm. and uh, we kind of, we pretty much just follow him trying to juggle his personal life with his boxing career mm -hmm. throughout the years until he becomes kind of a, uh, kind of just a, a, a guy that uh, does speeches, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it almost becomes like a lounge guy, like a lounge host. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. But yeah, you just kind of follow him as he lives his life. Both being a boxer and uh, courting his second wife. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This. I'm not gonna say that this whether or not that this opinion makes me hate the movie or not, but I fucking hate Jake LaMotta. Yeah, he is a piece <laughs> of shit. I cannot get behind him. It, from the first scene, I already hate him. Yeah. I. <laughs> <laughs> the whole the whole movie. Are you talking about the first scene that starts like in like the future? Not the future, but like well, in I the seventies or whatever. Like, yeah, well, like in in that part, like it's just it's 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 whatever because he's just like doing a speech or whatever. But it's like the minute they like show like him living out like his personal life, I'm just like, who the fuck is this guy? I know. I <laughs> um, and this is based in like on a true story. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, the guy that, like, this is based on Jake LaMotta, like, he was, like, a producer and, like, it's, like, based on a story that he wrote. So I'm like, man, like, if this is you, like, 
being like, no, it went like this. Then it's like, then you're probably a bigger piece of shit. Well, fun fact, <laughs> he went and saw the movie. Yeah. And saw that how horribly he treated Vicky. Yeah. And he went and, like, met up with Vicky later and said, like, was I actually like this? And she said, no, you were worse. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. <clears throat> I can believe it because it's like, like, you, you, like, the one of the things that I love about, like, this, like, the Bohemian Rhapsody that came out where it's like the other two members that are still alive of Queen are still alive and their producers on it. And it's like, they're always the guys in the background being like, Freddie, you're being too much. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't be a, a part of this. It's too much. Oh, we, we're the guys with the clear heads. Mm-hmm. We're just going <laughs> to let you do this because you're, you're tearing the band apart. Or it's right. like, bullshit. <laughs> you guys were assholes too. Right. So it was like seeing that like he's actually like a part of like the producing of this. And like actually it's based on a story that he wrote. I'm just like. Man, you're this big piece of shit in mm-hmm. this, and you had like a say, like God. Oh my God, what did you hold back? Yeah, what did you hold back? <laughs> so yeah, like this movie came out obviously in 1980, so I'm not gonna worry about spoilers too much. But if no. you haven't seen it, I mean, everybody says it's like one of the greatest movies of all time. Even people AFI say it's in. like the best boxing film ever made. I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't like, yeah. I, I think the boxing plays a purpose in this, but I don't think it's, it's the, like the boxing in this is kind of, it's like a secondary story. Yeah. Like it, it's only there because that's his profession. Yeah. Otherwise it's more about his personal life. Yeah. And I think uh, the boxing plays a part in his professional, in his personal life, but I think it's, yeah, it's mainly just there to, to, to show why he acts the way he acts. Right. Um, so he already starts off like as a boxer in this and, he does suffer his first loss, which is like on a, but not like as a knockout. It's like, yeah. like he's, going, rest, he's, he's boxing in a, in an area where they don't even count knockouts. It's just based on rounds. Cause he, he, he officially knocks the guy out, but it's based on, on like your score in rounds. Well, he knocks the guy out, but he was saved by the bell. Like, oh, that's so true. he, uh, he was on the corner just in time to see the bus fly by. That's right. <laughs> And his dog ate all his homework last night. So, <laughs> uh, so the bell saved his opponent, and so they went by the point system by the yeah. judges, and yeah. he lost by yeah. However, he, many. he waited too long to like start really firing off. So like the dude was fucked, but and that's was... I guess is his like thing. Like if he's not like throwing fights, he's like kind of just taking punches. Until, like, the very last moment and then just knocks the guy out. Yeah. And just unloads on him or whatever. Yeah. Like, what a terrible... <laughs> yeah, not a good strategy. It's <laughs> a terrible strategy. But, like, like uh, the movie does, in, in a way, show, like, why he does it. Because I think he... The thing that I like the most about the movie is that they show kind of, like, his interpretation of how the world works. Mm-hmm. And, like, how it's so different from everyone else. So then, like, in a way, he sees himself way differently than everyone else does. And that, that's probably, like, the thing that I like the most about it. I don't... I, I'm still going to try and keep under wraps whether or not I still like the movie. But out of everything, that's probably what I like the most about it. There were some things I did really like about it. Like, I do agree that it had uh, great cinematography in it. Yeah. Um, I do like a lot of the shots in it and what they decided to focus on on certain points. Yeah. And I like the way the boxing was filmed, even though I've, I've seen it 
I don't know. To me, it wasn't like the best boxing no. thing ever, but I liked the way how the boxing was filmed. Yeah, it was the boxing almost kind of felt more like a production, like yes. a stage production. Yeah, like you're watching people like play fight. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, nothing about it struck me as like an official boxing match. No, no like even though like some parts like. He's really laying into some people, yeah. like, and it looks like he's getting really revved up, and yeah. it looks like he's really going at him. But like, I never took it as like, oh yeah, he's really like getting his shit knocked yeah. out of him. Like some of the ways that they show, like how like the injuries he inflicts on people when he starts punching them, it kind of reminded me of like in Mortal Kombat, like <laughs> when you do that shit where like you're like doing shit, and then they like do that like like slow-mo like oh broken back (laughs) the x-ray yeah (laughs) where they just like he like throws a punch and then like slow-mo and then they just show like they like zoom in on like the guy's like nose like exploding Mm -hmm. like uh like shit like that like so i like that because it shows where it's like he knows he has this power but he holds it back for certain instances where he's just like fuck this guy Mm -hmm. yeah um and there's even like some visceral parts in it where like at the I think it's the last fight where some uh, I think it's Sugar Ray Robbins yeah Sugar Ray Robinson I think his name um, is like Dex Robert De Niro and yeah. he like sprays blood all over the judges yeah and shit it's like just blood's dripping off the ropes yeah and I guess um, Robert De Niro was trying to convince Scorsese to do this movie for, like, four years. Yeah. And so when Scorsese was finally doing, like, some research on it, because he's like, I don't want to do a sports movie. Yeah. <clears throat> and so he went to a few boxing matches, and, like, those are the things that he paid attention to, is, like, he said, like, blood dripping from the ropes like pendulums. Yeah. And, like, just the visceralness of it, of, yeah. like, bloody sponges sponging off, like, a boxer's back and shit. Yeah. It's like, god damn. <laughs> And that was like he would have watched that in the seventies. This all this movie takes place mostly in the forties and the yeah. early fifties. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like they they like start on this boxing career like during World War Two, where I was like, did you say you got out of the draft? You just boxed? <laughs> I don't know, no idea. <laughs> but yeah, he it it the the boxing does take a bit of of a backseat to more of like his personal endeavors, and like yeah, he's and his brother's Joe Pesci. Yeah. Uh, Joey. His name is Joey in the movie as well. <laughs> uh, I I really like the, the relationship between them both. Yeah. But, like, they are, like, the most annoying personalities ever. <laughs> especially Robert De Niro's. Yeah. Because at some points he, like, is talking so low that I can't even understand what he's saying. And he's yeah. got such a heavy, like, Italian Brox accent. Yeah. That it's just like, hey, I'm walking here for like two hours. <laughs> yeah. Even more aggressive than that. Yeah. Like, I think I would have liked this movie way more if, like, some of the secondary characters, like, shined more to, like, show, like, his impact on them. Because so oh, yeah. much of this, so much of this just centers around him, where I'm just like, I just don't like you. <laughs> like, I want, yeah. like, I want something to connect to, and you're, like, the one person that I can't connect to. Because mm-hmm. everything you do is just so in your face. But, like, in a way, I can see why they do it because, like, I think, like, the whole thing of the movie is that, like, Jake LaMotta is, he takes this whole idea of, like, 
confrontation to get what you want, and he does it with everything in his life. Everything. Everything. Even down to like when he like sees someone that he likes, like he just gets in there, like, oh, what, what you want to go on a date? Want to go on a date or something? Want to get in my car? And like, he, like he's like, like if I was her, I'd be like, back the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's just, everything is so confrontational with him, and it just it just makes me uneasy. But I guess maybe that's part of the reason why this movie is the way, like as great as they say it is, because that's just that's him throughout his entire life, right? It's so confrontational with everybody. Like, he's always... Even with, like, his brother at one point. Because earlier in the movie, he was saying, like... Because he spots, like, Vicky, like, from across, like, a pool or whatever. Yeah. He's like, oh, who's that? Who's that? Who's a girl over there? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I, the Vicky chick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I went with her a few times. Oh, did you, did you fuck her? Did you fuck her? <laughs> you fuck her? I didn't fuck her. I took her on a date a few times. That's all I did. That's all I did. <laughs> And so that's the movie. <laughs> yeah, and that's the entire movie. But no, I, I, Joe Pesci is my favorite. I think out of everyone, like Rob De Niro does a pretty decent job as Jake LaMotta, but I really love Joe Pesci in this. Yeah. Because you can see a lot of it is based around Jake LaMotta and like the people that are like interacting with him, how they interact with him because he is who he is. Uh-huh. So, like, I think Joe Pesci does, like, small things here and there to show that, like, when he's not around Jake LaMotta, he is not like this at all. Right. And I, that's what I love the most about him in this is that, like, like especially, like, there's, like, a scene when he's, like, walking up to him where he's interacting with his family where he's so much more quieter than he is with everyone else where I'm like, that's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. That, like, because this movie's so based on him... Joe Pesci always seems like such an asshole, but when he's not around him, he's not an asshole at all. He's just, he's acting the way he needs to act around him to not be like, get his balls busted. <laughs> Cause like Joe Pesci was like, yeah, you know, I, lo- I love my family. Well, you a fucking pussy. <laughs> hey, nah, nah, fuck them, man. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. That's right. Let's, let's do this shit. Yeah. Got my wife well, on me. I'm on my back all the fucking time. Yeah. Was, fuck them. There was that dinner scene where he said he was going to stab his kid if he puts his hands on his plate. Yeah. Time. So <laughs> but he's also, but he's also like around, around <laughs> him, around like Jake at the time. Like there's that scene when he thinks he fucked his wife mm-hmm. and he's, he's walking up and, and Joey doesn't see him and he's actually like being kind of loving with his family. Like, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, how's it? like he's like soft spoken, like talking to him and shit where I'm like, this is actually kind of cool, but but it's like you have that looming threat of of Jake walking up and like actually seeing who Joey is when he's not around Jake, mm-hmm. and that's the only time you don't see you see Joey when he's not around his brother, where it's like he actually seems like a decent guy. <laughs> yeah, I uh, those two were really and not to like discount like Robert De Niro's performance in it because I thought it was great like it really yeah. transformed himself he even gained like like thirty pounds or something like that yeah I think it's actually more than that I think it's like sixty pounds like at the end he's like wearing prosthetics where like his nose is all flat because he got broke to shit in his last fight yeah he's wearing <laughs> like a nose prosthetic through most of the movie yeah but near the end like he does like actually put on that weight and i saw like how much it actually was yeah he has a, he wears a, he has a fuck ton of weight on him at the end um and i th- it was like something that it was oh yeah okay robert de niro gained a record of 60 pounds to play the older jake lamada and joe pesci joe pesci actually lost weight for the same scene near the end of the movie yeah um it was only beaten well i think it's been beaten since but it was beaten by vincent d'onofrio when he gained 70 pounds 
to play Gomer Pyle in Full Metal Jacket in 87. But I want to say it's been broken since then, even if just for the fact that Christian Bale puts on weight and takes off weight all the time. But even then, but it's in the same movie where you see how much muscle he has when he's the younger Jake LaMotta, and then you see him Mm -hmm. at the end where he's just this fat fuck. Yeah. Well, he even went, like, and did... Just did boxing for a while yeah. to train for the movie, even to the point where he actually won fights. Really? <laughs> like, he just entered in, like, Brooklyn, like, low-level stakes boxing. Yeah. And did well enough to win, like, two out of three fights. Shit. So, that's good. But yeah. he was in, like, really great shape. Even Chelsea's like, he's ripped for yeah, this movie. Yeah, he was chiseled as fuck when he was, <clears throat> when he, when he was doing, like, the boxing in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But, like, the my biggest takeaway in this is that it's kind of, like, the same with you. Is like, I just can't get behind mm. Jake LaMotta because he's just so insufferable in yeah. everything that yeah. he wants. <laughs> I know. And, like, so confrontational and, like, he's just pissed off at everybody. And, like, yeah, that probably was, like, his real, his, his like, real-life demeanor. Yeah. At least close to. But, like, what did... Robert De Niro find in this that he wanted to play him, I guess. Yeah. Cuz he's not likable. Yeah. In the in any sense like, of the word. I don't mind a movie where like the person's unlikable, but I just I need something to latch onto, like something even in the beginning where it's like you can see how like they were probably a good person to begin with and then they fell down this rabbit hole where they just became like so into themselves or whatever that where it's like I want I want them to find themselves again and go go back to what they were, but he was never like that. Right from like the first scene, he's he's a fucking insufferable asshole. Yeah, like yelling at his first wife for cooking a steak or something yeah. like that. Like, Just give me the steak already. <laughs> but it's like there's nothing to latch onto, so that the whole time, and like, like and because he's such a major part of the movie. Like none of the real of the real secondary characters really stick out to where like you want to get on their side either. Right. Where like like yeah, I like Joe Pesci, but he's not big enough where it's like oh yeah, I want to watch the rest of this movie to see where he turns out. Right. Because he's not around long enough for me to like be like oh yeah here he here he's back. So it's I would I love know. to have seen more from like Vicky's point of view. Yeah, because she's. I don't know, like, she seems so, uh, like, beaten down by, like, uh, even when, like, he's hitting on her, like, she doesn't really stick out as, like, oh, yeah, here's something I can latch on to her personality about. It's just, he takes her as kind of, like, she's, like, hot. Yeah. So I just want to get with her. Yeah. And then every time she tries to share something about her life, he just cuts her off, like, hey, you want to go somewhere? Yeah. Even on, like, their (laughs) first date, it's like, want to come to my house? Want to come see my bedroom? Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I thought their kissing was gross. <laughs> There's that scene where, like, she's kissing down his body. Yeah. Where it looked like she was like, she was doing, like, less kissing and more, like, sucking on. Uh-huh. Where I was like, oof. You know what's even more uncomfortable? She was 17 when they filmed this movie. Oh, God. Yeah. This is her first movie she's ever done. Really? Is this one. See, I know what, you know what? I think she's the chick that plays the main villain in Casper. It is. I went and looked it up. Fuck yeah. Because Chelsea saw it and she's like, is she's from Casper. And I'm like, <laughs> is she? Yeah, she really is. And I went to go look up whatever else she's done. She's done a lot. Um, she's actually even done like voice work and stuff. I can see that. Yeah. Especially if you take it from like. Yeah, she has that really Casper. cool. She has that really cool, like like a uh, smoky voice of hers. That, yeah, that's really cool. <clears throat> so, 
in the '90s, Casper. If you're wondering, anybody, yeah, yep. check it out sometime. Oh, she, her, and Eric Idle are a fucking awesome team. <laughs> yeah, and, they and, really are, oh, dude. I fucking love them and <laughs> Casper. Casper's kind of an underrated family movie. I think I re- remember watching it a lot. I remember as a kid. really digging it. Yeah, the VHS was a lot in the uh, v- uh, VCR for a while. There. Yeah. I think Molly always tells me that Devin Sawa at the end of Casper like awakened her sexually as a woman. God, I had <laughs> I a girlfriend like... that said almost the exact same thing. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, what is it about Devin Sawa and Casper that made you so horny as a kid? <laughs> God. <laughs> it's so Because so... he's like 12. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, he's probably not 12, but he's not old. No. Ah, oh, sick. Horny for Casper. Um, anyway. <laughs> Jesus. Back to Raging Bull. Uh, but yeah, I think a, a good... Cause just because Jake is so violent towards everybody, like, yeah. to, to the point where he, like, slaps around Vicky and everything, yep. like, and yeah. like, one point, like, punches her out. Yeah. And, like, does just... just just awful things even later in his career where he like makes out with those 14 year old girls at the bar because they say they're 21 yeah he divorces vicky and then is just like making out with like underage women at his bar he's not even divorced then because the divorce scene comes after that. that's true that's true it's like right after that scene yeah vicky's in the parking lot waiting for him asking for a divorce and she's taking the kids yeah and then he gets in trouble by like having like a 14 year old girl be in his bar or whatever. Yeah. Oh my God. He's just an all around piece of shit. And it's like, if you get to that point, sure, I'll still watch it. But they, he never is at a point where I'm like, yeah, Jake's a good guy or mm-hmm. like, I, or, or he's interesting. Mm-hmm. Like at least like if you watch like an American psycho or something where like, yeah, Christian Bale is never a good person in that, but at least he's interesting. Yeah. And I never, I even never really found Jake LaMotta interesting. He's just kind of like a fucking oafish ass meathead yeah. that just wants to fucking fight everything that he sees. Right. I hate that because I've met people like that. Yeah. And oh, I guarantee yeah. you their favorite movie is this. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'm sure it is. And that's what, that's what kind of makes me like on the edge about it is just that like, I don't think the movie ever really gives Jake his comeuppance. Which I think is kind of the theme of it, but in the same sense, it's like some asshole could watch it and be like, "Yeah, all right, I'm living the good life. Mm-hmm. Just keep doing what I'm doing." Yeah. Or I, I, fucking like, because I listened to Unspooled and mm-hmm. like, uh, they like, um, if you want to like really tackle like the AFI list, like listen to Unspooled. It's like Paul Shear and uh, ah, goddamn, what's her name? There's like a, there's like another critic on there, and they they go through uh, the AFI top 100 like by themselves, and like they go through all all the movies, and like there's a big chunk of this list that's just like white dudes being like poor me, mm-hmm. where it's just like abusive shithead white dudes being like, but there's there's a different layer to me that you don't understand. I'm like, we don't need that, <laughs> like. Like, fucking, if a kid misbehaves, we fucking scold them. So what's so mm-hmm. good about you? Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, that's the thing that I, that's the one thing that rubs me the wrong way about this is that, like, this movie spends so much of its time being like, 
yeah, he was an asshole. Yeah, he was, he, he beat his wife and he fucking had sex with underage women and he cheated on, on, on his wife, but all of his wives, all of his, yeah, he cheated on all of his wives, <laughs> but there's some real, there's real dimension to him. I'm like, fuck his I dimensions. Never, I never got it from this movie anyway. Like the thing that I took from this was that like this at the end of it all, even as pathetic as he is at the end, he still thinks that he lived a good life. Yeah. And he's still like the cock of the walk or yeah. whatever. Cause like it starts kind of at the beginning or the ending is like at the very beginning. Yeah. It's like the beginning kind of starts where you feel like he's cause he's all dressed up in this tuxedo where it's like, Oh, so he's going to, probably accept some kind of boxing award because you know he's you know he's a boxer. Yeah. So he's like he looks like he's like practicing for a speech that he's gonna make or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then at the end you find out that he's just literally like at some like dive bar, like reciting lines from movies because that's what the only thing that people will come to see him for. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh well it's Jake Lamotta, the boxer. I wanna see him recite lines from fucking on the waterfront or <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah but yeah but no one no one really gives a shit about him except for the like the, the the major like sport head fans yeah and even then like <laughs> just seeing the way his life like take for instance when he had his own club right yeah. named just after him <laughs> yeah yeah uh he was doing that whole like monologue up front and every and he's like welcoming everybody blah blah yep. blah and from from the beginning of the movie, you've seen like how much of a piece of shit he is. Yeah, but it must have not gotten out or to the public at that time because like everyone just still is in love with him at the club or whatever. Well, no, yeah, it's 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 like that like uh, sports celebrity type thing where it's like a oh, Jake Lamada is at the club. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I remember I remember watching his fights. I fucking love him. Yeah, because even like the jokes that he tells when he's on stage are shit. Yeah, they're terrible jokes. <laughs> they're awful. But people are just like, it's Jake LaMotta. Yeah. And, and then half the- of them is just calling people, like, fags. Yeah. And it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. That's not... That's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, even when you kind of, like, get a, a preface of this earlier, when there's, like, they go to a club. Like, I think it's a Copacabana. And they see that other guy up on stage. Yeah, and he's doing, like, the right. exact same thing. That's right. Oh, that's really good. See, I, this movie's well made. It's just I think the thing that's really holding me back from it is just that I just fucking don't like the main character. Yeah, I, that's exactly the same like, thing with the, me. The movie's so like everything about like how they they frame him and like the characters that respond around him. I I, I love I love the movie for, but it's just it's just the fact that the whole movie is him is so like hard to take. Yeah, like I don't I don't I would probably take this way better if it wasn't like two hours of just watching a shithead being a shithead and it was like (laughs) i was fully expecting this to be like a scorsese three hour thing and i'm like thank god it's not because it's like only two hours only yeah but even then i'm just like man it's so hard to just watch him continuously be a prick (laughs) it's like i i got it that's why i needed like other perspectives during the movie i know to see like if, like, Vicky does, like, just cower in fear, like, when she's alone, yeah, you know, and just, like, break down or whatever. Yeah, like, so much of this movie is good where it's, like, you start at the beginning, like, 
like his first wife is being kind of a bitch to him, but then like you see how Vicky gets broken down to where she's treating him the exact same. Where it was like, so it was never her; it was always Jake. Yeah, and like everything about this is framed so well. It's just the fuck. I can't stand fucking Jake Lamotta. <laughs> right. That's it. That's all that it. it this movie would be so good if we just had someone else telling the story. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, because I think we're kind of winding down on it. I don't got much else to say yeah. about it. Yeah, no, I get it. Do you um, think this should be number four in the AFI? No, I, I liked Singing in the Rain way better. So did I. Way better. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't think this is a bad movie. No. At all, but it's just definitely not the, I don't think, the number four best movie of all time. I don't. No. I even think some of these scores are kind of high that I read off before. Yeah. Like, IMDb scores the lowest, 8.2 out of 10. Yeah. So, like, an 82%. So I'd, I'd, I'd probably take that, like, because I don't think it's a bad movie. I just can't stand the main character, and the fact that they make him the central part of everything. Mm-hmm. Like if, if we would have just like wandered off from Jake to just see how other people are handling their lives outside of Jake to see like, Oh, you're a completely different person outside of Jake LaMotta, mm-hmm. but it's always centered on him the entire time. It, like that's the only thing I don't like, but like the way they frame him is, is really good for, for the movie, even like down to where like, he never really saw himself as being beaten because he just he sees boxing as if you get knocked out, you get beat. And he mm. never got knocked out. So he always lives with that mindset of, like, I'm the best boxer that ever lived because he never got knocked out. Yeah, but even then, so, like, in his boxing, right? So he fights Sugar Ray Robinson, Robinson <laughs> multiple times in this movie. Yeah. Um, and at one point, he's, like, the middleweight champion. And... The fight that he loses the championship on, he just stands there and just takes a beating. Yeah. But I'm like, why? To me, it felt like it was his time to prove. Like, I felt like it was probably like a fight that he felt like he couldn't win. So he was just like, all right, give me the best you got. Because it's an ongoing trend throughout the whole movie that, like, Every time he gets into a fight with someone, he's like, okay, then punch me in the face then. Mm -hmm. Then punch me in the face. Mm -hmm. Because it's like... Every everything he sees in his life, even like just like confrontations he has with people, it's like, well, if you can't knock me out, then I'm right. Mm-hmm. So like, I think that was to the point where it's like, this guy's way better than me. I can't beat him, so I'm gonna stand back and let him try and knock me out. If he knocks me out, then he's the better man. If he can't, then I'm still the better man. Even if he takes my belt, I'm still better than him. Because at the end, he gives him. There's that really my probably my favorite scene of the whole movie is. There's that scene where they zoom in right on Robert De Niro's face where he's about ready to take, like, like Sugar Ray Robinson's best shot. Because they, like, zoom in on him where, like, he's all cocked back, mm-hmm. like, throwing his best punch that he can ever throw. He throws it and fucking Jake LaMotta's nose explodes and blood goes everywhere. But then he still stands up and they call for the bell and then he walks over to Sugar Ray and he's like, you didn't knock me out. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, it's just like, well, then he's fucked for the rest of his life mm-hmm. because <laughs> from that point on, he thinks he's un- he's untouchable because it's like if, if he would have got knocked out there, I think he probably would have he probably would it would have humbled him and it would have made him a better man. Mm-hmm. But because he didn't get knocked out there, he's going to spend the rest of his life being this prick. Yeah, because he's like, no one could touch me. 
the middleweight champion in the world could knock me out. So right. I'm the fucking best boxer to ever live. Right. <clears throat> God. So it, it's a, it's good. It's a fucking awesome movie in that sense. <laughs> but the fact that it's so centered on Jake LaMotta, it's almost insufferable <laughs> yes. in the same sense. It's such a fucking weird movie. Yeah. Um, I don't agree that it should be at the number four spot. No. I'd put it. I don't even know where I put it. But I still else. think it's a good movie. It's it's so it, it it's so <laughs> I'm so torn on it. It just what floors me though is like it's so high in that list. Yeah. Because other people would have to think the same thing as us. Maybe at the time it came out, people thought about it differently. Yeah. But like now in twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. like this shit wouldn't like you'd be reviled. Like I don't think this and I think now, if it was made now, yeah, there would be other points of view maybe thrown in there to show like how big of a piece of shit he is. Yeah, and I think movies that are made nowadays, they tackle so many different like uh, perspectives that it's just this feels kind of out of date. Like a lot of I feel like a lot of the movies we're gonna cover in August are gonna feel out of date just because it's like like every director in the AFI 100 from. 2007 is a white white male director right and i think like with this and then the godfather Mm -hmm. and then citizen kane it's just going to be poor me middle-aged successful (laughs) white guy right or i'm just like fuck man we got movies coming out nowadays where they tackled nine or ten different perspectives that are just like holy shit i did not know that that was going on here it's way more eye-opening yeah some fucking asshole from Brooklyn <laughs> that gets fucking everyone pep talking him that he's such a great guy or whatever, and he yeah. goes out and just fucking I slaps. I like I love out. Taxi Driver more than this. I think I like Taxi Driver more because, than this too. Yeah, because Taxi Driver, I think like I don't think Jake Lamont is too far off from who ta- from what uh, Taxi Driver was, where it's it's just the fact that he's good at a sport, everyone holds him on a higher pedestal, mm-hmm. whereas. Um, Ah, fucking what's his name from Taxi Driver? Oh, um, <laughs> I can't. It's Robert I, I Nero yeah. again. But like, but like, even but him, he he was just he was never put on that pedestal, so he has to kind of fend for himself. It makes me kind of respect him a little bit more, even though he's he's probably just the same amount of asshole as Jake Lamotta is. Mm-hmm. The fact that he had to Travis fend for, Bickle, Travis Bickle, yeah. <laughs> the fact that Travis Bickle had to fend for himself made me makes me respect him a little bit more than Jake Lamotta. So it, it kind of, he's not a good person, but I I can get behind Travis Bickle way more than Jake LaMotta. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so what would you grade Raging Bull then? <sighs> Man, I, I was going to go into this giving it a C, but talking about it more and like just like the movie in general, I'm going to give it maybe like a really low B minus. Yeah, I was going in going to give it a low grade too, but I I can't overlook like the great things the movie does do. Like, I think it's directed fairly well. I like the cinematography of it. Yeah. Um, so I, I'd probably also give it a B-. minus. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. There you go. Raging Bull. Raging Bull. It's a big bull minus. Bull, a bull <laughs> minus. <laughs> uh, well, besides that, have you been into anything else over the last couple weeks? Yeah, no shit. Uh, I saw the remake of Pet Cemetery. Yeah? And, uh... It's okay. I didn't. I never saw the original one. Molly did, and we watched it together. And she said there's like some instances in there where they, they like fake out like moments from the original. Mm-hmm. Where like if you saw the original, I think 
you'll be like, oh shit, because mm-hmm. I guess there's like a there's like a, a a kid in the the kid in like the original like his big thing was that he would slice people's Achilles tendons. Jesus. And there's like there's so many like there's so many like jump scares where like people are walking, they zoom in on their feet, and they just like keep walking. Where it's like, oh, his Achilles tendon almost got sliced there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Because like there's like a part where like John Lithgow was like walking around his house and they keep zooming in on his like his Achilles tendon where I'm like why are they doing that it's like oh because the kid fucking slices Achilles tendons right like, okay I get it yeah all right <laughs> all right I I see what you're doing never mind <laughs> but I mean it, it's fine like it's nothing to really brag about it's not that great but it's okay okay all right and uh, still more family matters of course of course of course like. God, season four is good though. <laughs> Great. I think season four really hitting its stride now. Season four is actually <laughs> making me laugh. Okay, as like, the, the other ones were not. Like I was laughing more from nostalgic purposes or just like how bad the comedy is. But okay. there's some points in season four, especially like Carl and Harriet start like really fighting, like in comedic ways in season four. Uh-huh. Like, like Carl's like. Well, Harriet, like he's just, like fucking like doing like his like his bobbing head back and forth and shit. Like, I think they really hit their stride in season four. All right, great. <clears throat> so yeah, totally, totally into Family Matters. Perfect. And, uh, and Preacher's back. Yes. So uh, I think me and Molly are like two episodes into Preacher, and this is supposed to be their last season. I heard, and uh, it's kind of disheartening because I think they really hit like what Preacher is in the books with this last season okay like i think like the 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 first like season one was what it was we saw it it right. was it was okay but it wasn't that great and then two and three were good but i think they they never really hit that perfect stride of like what preacher feels like but season four like it oh, it feels so like what preacher is where like it feels like kind of like a looney tunes cartoon where it's uh-huh. always like Jesse like walks in and like causes havoc and then fucking Air Star is just like God damn it Jesse Custer. and then like a part of his body falls off when he right. come, comes in contact with him and then they go and then they go their separate ways and then fucking Air Star's licking his wounds and Jesse Custer's like okay now how do I fuck with him again mm-hmm. like it just felt it feels like a very violent Looney Tunes cartoon perfect and I think they really know they really hit their stride in season four so I can't wait to see how it how it comes out awesome. I might check some of that out while I'm still on break to catch yeah. up with like sec- season two at least. Yeah, because they have a thing where they because they're they're holding uh, Cassidy hostage to mm-hmm. like to draw Jesse out because Aristar just wants to like just torture him. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't even, he's like I don't want to kill him I want to torture him so I'm just gonna draw him out by just holding Cassidy hostage. So like while they have him they're they're doing these like uh fucking uh classes for everyone that's part of like. <laughs> The fucking, uh, this fucking group. So they have him, they have a Cassidy as, like, their prime subject for, like, Torture 301 or whatever. <laughs> okay. Where, like, a guy just, like, constantly keeps castrating him. <laughs> <laughs> like, over and over, he's like, I've lost so much of my penis, man. <laughs> so, Great. Like, yeah, so it's, 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 it's good. I, season four, they're really hitting their stride, I, and so I'm I'm curious to see how they end it. All right, and I've seen clips where they do have Jesse with the eye patch, so he does lose his yes. eye, which I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> Great. Apparently, season four is going to have some clickbait headline said it'll have 
the quintessential preacher scene in it. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, what is that? Like, there's so many great scenes in it. Are they going to go back to watching the dude fuck meat again? <laughs> I guess the only thing I could think of, if that's going to be their last season, is going to be the fist fight between, like, Jesse and Cassidy, uh, Cassidy at the end. Yeah. Because they are kind of hinting that they're going to go to where it ends in the book. Okay. But that's, like, the like the big thing. The, and Yeah. I, I, otherwise, like, I haven't seen the rest. I'm like, there's a lot of... Like, classic preacher scenes yeah. that I could think of. Because the season starts where cast, where uh, Jesse falls out of a plane, and then it says four months earlier or something. So okay. it's like, I think they're going to go where the book goes. Okay, cool. Does, has Is the first season in Salvation, Texas? No, but they do have, um, what's his name? Like, the, the meat fucker guy. Right. Okay. Well, when he falls out of the plane... Yeah, he goes to salvation. He goes to salvation. But I, yeah, so I'm curious his, what they do with well, that. I won't spoil it if it hasn't gotten yeah, there yet. No, no, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. But I, I don't know what they're because yeah, because they still had they had that character and he's dead because he dies when salvation blows up or when the right wh- whatever blows up. Right. But I don't know. We'll see because they're still doing things with uh, Arseface and uh, like Arseface is like being like kind of like led around by. Uh, um, the Santa Killers. Okay. So they're kind of like there's like this weird there's like this weird ragtag team that's just like wandering <laughs> around looking for Jesse. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> and Hitler's still a big part of it too. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's a weird show, but it's still good. All right, great. I'll hop back on if I can. Anything else? That'll do it. Um, I actually have done quite a few things. Why? I'm JT. sure. I'm sure you have. Uh, you've been I, uh, you've been on break. I uh, well, the first week on break, I didn't get a lot done. There's a lot of adjusting. Um, but over the last couple days, actually, I've gotten into quite a few more things. I watched the movie Annihilation. Oh shit! I was wondering if you'd ever watch that because it's fucking good. Yeah, it is. Uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, both me and C Danger sat down and watched it. It was, it was, uh, it was good. It was, it was good. It was good. <laughs> it was good. I liked I, it. I'd love to do like a deep dive review on that sometime. Cause I have some thoughts about it. Okay. <gasps> Look at who it is. Oh my God. Macy, what'd you see last week? <laughs> Macy, come here. Come here, Mace. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's so excited. <laughs> Hey, come here. You want to talk? Come here, Macy. <laughs> oh, no. Come here. Come here. Oh. What's your favorite thing to watch on TV? <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite thing to watch? Do you like Baby Shark? Do you like Baby Shark? Do you like Cars? <laughs> glasses. Glasses. She loves glasses. She loves the glasses that we're sitting right here. Very good. Oh my gosh, you are styling and profiling right now. <laughs> I like those glasses. What are you doing with Mama? Baby Shark. Baby Shark? Baby Shark? Mmm. Maybe. Maybe we can put Baby Shark on somewhere else. <laughs> oh, Mama says no. And she says no. What are you doing? Getting ready for getting ready to go take a nap? Yep. Oh, nope. Okay. Nope. No naps. <laughs> okay. Well, here, I'll go down. Can you go play with Mama? No? Okay. Okay. <laughs> we can do that later. <laughs> Ooh, what's brother doing? Oh, man. 
Um, I also uh, watched all of Glow season three. I need to go. Need to watch that. I've not watched any of it yet. I don't think I saw all of season two. Really? To be honest, because I watched the recap. And I'm like, I don't remember a good chunk of this. So maybe yeah. I started and then Chelsea finished and I never like went back. Yeah. I'm like, I don't remember that, 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 or that. But it, with the recap, I hopped right into season three and I felt yeah. like I didn't really miss much of anything. Yeah. Season three is really good. Man, I have to get into it then. Me and Molly are talking about watching it, but we, we've we been kind See, of you. stuck on other stuff. Season three like has like way less wrestling in it. Yeah. And deals with like the relationships with all the girls. Yeah. Um and it's really good. A lot of real good character changing in it. Oh, Even with the guy who like owns Baby Glow. Shark. You can't watch Baby Shark on a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um but really interesting stuff that they do. Man. And it leads it open for like something interesting to happen in season 4 as well. Oh, God. I think it it's probably the Maybe the strongest season in just character <clears throat> development alone. It's now you really good. my interest. Yeah. Now I really enjoy interest. it. Um, and then uh, I've been like rewatching episodes of Friends to go to bed. Uh, oh, yeah. Because you were, you guys, you talked about how you got hooked on it while you're at the hospital. <laughs> yeah. So we dove back into Friends. Oh, man. Friends is great until they do like weird, like, late 90s early 2000s like offensive like gay jokes yeah i've heard that and it's like <laughs> that's oh that's off-putting that doesn't age well but uh otherwise like it's a great show you know who you know who doesn't do gay jokes yeah those are your glasses oh my gosh macy has glasses <laughs> but you know who doesn't do gay jokes family matters oh very good good job so eat it i guess i should hop off my offensive sitcom train <laughs> yeah, go watch some family matters <laughs> Macy, do you like Family Matters? Do you like Urkel? Did I do that? Ah. I'm me, not going to take this. I'm going cheese. home. <laughs> no, go home. <laughs> no, go home. Good. And then I also beat Red Dead. I saw that because you started talking about how, how John Morrison has some catching up to do. <laughs> yeah, those are your glasses. Yeah, so I beat Red Dead. Uh, and did you I, cry? It, I... Didn't cry, but has a very good ending, Dang, I think. I need to finish it then. Um, the, I heard that if you keep your horse from the very beginning, like you have like a touching scene with your horse where it dies. Yeah, you do. God like I kept it. my horse. Well, I, I had a couple horses, but I yeah. only really used one all the time. Yeah. And uh, it's really good. Like yeah. everything comes to a head at the very end. God. And, like, the epilogue in it, where you end up playing as, like, John Marsden, yeah. is quite extensive. It's, like, really? six hours of gameplay. Jesus. So, like, I was... Because, like, did you play Red Dead 1? Yeah. So, the epilogue in that you play is, like, his son yep. for, like, an hour. Yeah. Or maybe an yep. hour or two. Yeah. But this, like, you go on, like, like, a whole different, like, changing your life kind of mission where you end up... In Red Dead 1. Yeah. And you have to build your life from, like, nothing to that. Oh, my God. And then you, like, recollect on all of what happened in the past. And then you, like, like cut off any ties and tie up loose ends. It's it's probably one of my favorite games of all time. I mean, it is one of my favorite games of all time. But I don't know if it's the favorite game, you know? Yeah. Like, a lot... 
I'm still playing it because now I'm getting all the side <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um, and of course they have like a huge chunk of the map from Red Dead One. Yeah, I heard that like they unlock a bunch of that like once you beat it. Once you go down to like Blackwater, um, as John Marston, like you end up like going to where his home eventually is going to be in Red Dead One. Yeah. And it has you kind of driving around there, but they have all of the new Austin map in Jesus the bottom half of the screen. Fucking Christ. It doesn't have the Mexico part. Yeah. But it just has yeah, yeah, New yeah. Austin in it. Oh my and god. And so like I just traversed that all oh, like morning. <laughs> well now I gotta go Cause they even took it off my PlayStation, so now I gotta re-download it. But like the th- best thing about PlayStation is that like they keep your saved stuff in the cloud. Awesome. So I'm like, I, now I now I need to go back and replay it. Because in all honesty, like, the, the, what's the name of the guy you play as? Arthur before? Morgan? Yeah. He is so hard to play as once he gets, like, real bad with fucking tuberculosis. Yeah. I, I didn't feel, like, a ton of... It kind of sucks because you're always just in poor health and you never have, like, you're kind of slower yeah. here and there. Like, there was, like, a, I, I tried to do this side mission once where I tried to tame a guy's horse and I could never do it. And I got oh, yeah, because you'll never have enough energy yeah, to do so it. Yeah, so I just fucking, I gave up and then I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to do that. But then even, like, shooting missions and stuff, you're just, like, you're trying to run but you're, like, sluggish and shit where you're just like, god damn, just die already so I can play as someone <laughs> healthy. <laughs> but I, it's... It's so good. Like, near the end, like, I had full honor with Arthur Morgan and all yeah. that shit. And, like, when people are asking for money, I'm just giving my money away. And oh, I'm just yeah. like, I told you the same shit. And I was like, <laughs> I, 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 like, I was like halfway through the game and I already had, like, the achievement for, like, most honorable or whatever. <laughs> it's like, I don't give a shit, man. I'm, I'm a fucking good guy. Whereas, like, with John Marsden, I'm like, I'm playing a more middle of the road. Like, he's kind of like a dick. <laughs> so like I mean he left his kid and wife yeah. at one point. Yeah. The dude got scratched by a wolf, man. He's been he's had some issues. <laughs> and I found out John Marsden grows hair way faster than Arthur. Really? Yeah. Because like I got my hair cut in it to like cut it fairly shorter. Hey baby. And then like did a clean shave on. And yeah. then like I have like a full on beard and long hair now. Just shaving balls. <laughs> <laughs> There's like this meme I saw on the internet where it's like when women play as Arthur Morgan, and he's got, like, the kind of, like, long, swoopy hair and clean-shaven. <laughs> and when guys play, he's got this big serial killer beard and shave bald. Oh, dude, Arthur Morgan, <laughs> yeah. Arthur Morgan always, I always try and, like, freaking, like, I part his hair a weird way, but make it still long, and then always have him in, like, a long-ass beard. I, uh, I always kept it, like, pretty tight as a haircut. Yeah. Not shave bald, but, like, yeah. like buzzed. And then also had, like, two-day scruff with a four-day mustache. Oh, yep. The mustache is always longer than the beard. Yeah. I always keep it that way. <laughs> I have the beard, but the mustache is always way longer. And it's a handlebar. <laughs> yeah. Getting a, a little uh, Macy the Max over here. She's flashing. <laughs> is that Mommy and Daddy? That's not Mommy and Daddy. That's Vincent Price. She's over here flashing Vincent Price. That's like Vincent Price her- and Ellen Drew. Lifting her dress up in front of Vincent Price right now. Okay, it's mommy, daddy. That sounds good. <laughs> you slap our faces. That, and also, uh, PlayStation right now is like a summer sale going on. Oh, yeah. To the 20th, and I picked up Spider-Man, too. So. Oh, good. Yeah, I was going to tell you about that, because there's there's a lot of good stuff that's on sale right now. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man's 20 bucks if you don't have PS Plus, so I picked it up. Yeah, Spider-Man's good. I, I want to jump back into Spider-Man and get some of their... 
DLCs because I heard mm. they're pretty good too. There was an option to buy it with the DLC, but I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I'll ever get to it, so yeah. I, I didn't worry about it. The but, story on Spider Man, you'll really you really dig. I'm hoping so. But that's all I've been into. GT. Right. Um, well, I I got a few more things. You, like you bringing up like stuff like reminded me of things that I saw. Um, uh, me and Molly are watching that uh, docu series, The Family. Yeah. On Netflix, about like. <laughs> This, like, underground religious uh, club that is, like, influencing all of the politics in Washington. Yep. And it is infuriating. <laughs> oh, great. Like, 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 everything, even, like, the prayer breakfast and shit, like, they're all behind that stuff. Ugh. And it's, yeah, I'm not... Sickening? It's, yeah, it's sickening. Like, it, it just, it, it, it makes you frustrated because like you just see like these people that are just using religion Ugh. i'm not like an anti-religious person even though i sound like it <laughs> but it's just i hate people that are like hypocrites about it where they're like jesus but then they like use that to like be like hey we're talking to these dictators that will give us a lot of money and influence around the world but we're talking to them not because we want that but because we want them to find jesus <laughs> Like bull, bull s, bull s. There's a lady present. Uh, yeah, it just makes it so mad, maddening. Like he, the guy that made this even found a way to like interview members of this family, mm-hmm. and they are so full of it that it makes me want to climb through the screen and destroy them. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I hate it. It's so infuriating to watch these dudes just talking and yeah. like. Spewing the same nonsense that they spew to people that actually buy it. I'm just like, ugh, I want to beat you up so bad. <laughs> I want to beat you up. And um, there's uh, HBO's been doing a thing where uh, Macy's playing with the knobs. That's why it sounds weird. Uh, there's, a, there's a thing on HBO called, like, Who Killed Gary? Uh, uh, like... These, like, true crime documentaries they've been putting on HBO. Mm-hmm. And they did one, like, Who Killed Garrett Phillips? It's just they got this kid that, like, they found in an apartment that was, that like, suffocated to death. They don't really know what happened. And then, out of nowhere, like, the police just started putting in this case together that this guy did it. That was, like, nowhere near the scene. Hmm. And it's just, like... They do, like, a lot of things where it's, like, well, like, the guy that they, like, accused was black. So it's a lot of, like race stuff and like like how like small towns are like like so like against like certain people that they'll just like peg them for anything like he came in like just being like this normal guy that just wanted to like coach their soccer team and then because people just didn't decide they didn't like him they're just like oh well he probably did this and now it's turned into a federal case (laughs) so yeah so who killed Garrett Phillips it's good but it's also very it's just as angering oh god yeah so yeah I I ended the week pretty angry well if people (laughs) want to talk about how angry they are with you where can they do that grr find me at BuckyFarron on Twitter also BuckyFarron on Instagram and BuckyFarron on Snapchat Troy you can find me at Short of the Max on Twitter you can find us both at ReviewReviewPod on Twitter, <laughs> laying down the law. Macy, you Macy, where can they find you on Twitter? Are you on Twitter? God, she's cute. We're being so cute. Macy, do you have a Twitter? 
Thankfully, no. <laughs> That's true. Stay Goodbye. away. All of our episodes uploaded onto reviewreviewpod.podbean.com. Don't go on social media, Macy. Yeah, stay clear. Um, <laughs> as, as well as a slew of other sites, uh, such as Stitcher, yeah. Google Play, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, why don't you rate and review us there? Because it helps other people find the show if you enjoy the show. And you can always write in at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. That's going to be the show. I love how this show would have ended like 15 minutes ago, but <laughs> Macy, Macy is, is making a... Her entrance. Making her entrance. Making her presence. Which I, I like. It's good. Very good. Um, so Monday we have our SummerSlam We're doing review. our SummerSlam review with our special guest. Yes. Maybe. Yes. I think they're... Uh, you'll be... Very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Who is all going to join? Is, is the other guy coming too? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, I, <laughs> I brought it up as like a hey, you could probably come and do this, and he was like, oh, we'll see. And so he's he's actually coming. Yep. My God. So it's gonna be. We might have to figure out if we can do a fourth mic, but uh, otherwise they can share this one. <laughs> but anyway, that's coming up. So if you liked our WrestleMania. This one's down. probably gonna be better. This one's gonna be great. So <laughs> let's have that happen Monday, and until and next then and then Wednesday, Thursday. yeah, Wednesday we're of course doing uh, we're continuing our AFI August. Yep, with Casablanca. Casablanca, another movie I've never seen. Actually, really? all of them I've never seen. I've never even seen The Godfather. Really? Yeah. Well, it's so. funny because the week after that we're probably going to have to do a. Uh, I'm going to call it our Blow Our Wad Week, <laughs> where we're doing the number two and number one movies on the AFI list. Okay. Monday and Monday and Wednesday. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> or we'll do The Godfather that Monday, and then we'll do uh, Citizen Kane that... Thursday. Thursday. Very good. So we're going to do our Blow Our Wad Week. Blowing it. Sounds great, JT. Um, so... Uh, until then, I have been Troy to the Max Extreme. I'm JD3K. And we are off.